welcome to Trustology. My name is Irene Cook. I am your host, and this is my new talk show, a platform in which I will be discussing real life topics about real life situations with real life people that I work with every single day. I want to teach the value of trust in the process, the psychology of trust. And optimally, I want you to have high hopes in the process. So I hope you enjoy the show. Hello, and welcome to another episode of Trustology. My name's Irene Cook, your host, and I'm going to talk about trusting that process. And boy, was my trust really, really, really pushed to the limit this last weekend. Um, I had a near derailment. Um, I guess I could call it a derailment because it's probably the closest I've come in a long, long time to a setback. And I say a setback um, in the matter of terms of how I used to be with food, uh, not only eating wise, but mindset wise. And I was able to kind of observe myself from the viewpoint of a coach as if I were coaching my clients. Um, it was kind of a out-of-body experience that I've not had to experience before, not gotten to experience before, uh, since I have been able to uh, cure myself I guess I can call it that, of um, my eating issues and wanting to overeat on the weekends. Uh, And this is a horrible, horrible, horrible thing that people can't seem to grasp. Um, I, for years and years, had the mindset that it was okay to overeat on the weekends. I had the mindset that uh, Monday through Friday, were for hard work. Monday through Friday were for paying attention to portions and paying attention to what is on your plate and exercising. But then on the weekends, it was okay to play. Um, Slowly, the weekend turned into Friday nights, um, which then spilled into Friday lunchtime. Um, And then before I knew it, I was stopping at Starbucks um, on the way to work. Actually, back then there were no Starbucks. (laughs) I was stopping at Dunkin' Donuts on the way to work um, because this was a good 20 years ago um, and getting a large uh, vanilla coffee with extra cream, three sugars and a blueberry muffin. Did you hear how nicely that rolled off my tongue? Uh, Because I said it so often. It was my go-to. Why? Because it was Friday and it was the weekend. Um, And so this this mindset was something that was a setback. Um, Not only was the weekend a setback, but what was worse than that was the um, screw it, I blew it attitude that I had. Um, And so, so today's show is not only about uh, issues with staying on the plan over the weekend and holidays and special occasions, 
because uh, I did have my daughter's birthday party uh, yesterday, and that's kind of what created this whole issue. Um, but it is also about how you are so, so able um, and how you have the power to change your habits if you just dedicate yourself to it. Um, and I am a living example of, of, of this. And I really just want to share the story with you. Um, years ago, when I would have birthday parties for my kids, and, and for those of you that don't know, I have four kids. Um, and uh, they're actually upstairs waiting patiently for our sushi dinner to arrive because my youngest, who's turning 12 tomorrow, um, we had a birthday party for her. And so uh, her actual birthday is tomorrow. So it's a rare occasion that we're all home tonight uh, getting this the sushi. Well, I, uh, over the weekend, um, uh, had a party for her. Well, as a mother of four, I've thrown dozens and dozens of parties. Um, and in my younger years, when I had a harder time controlling myself around food, especially on the weekends and especially at parties, um, this was my derailment time. No matter how hard I tried, um, party day would come and I would just lose it. Uh, no matter how hard I prepared myself mentally, um, physically, I emotionally, the party would start and I would start strong and finish last every single time. Um, there were parties where I would make it the entire party, being a great hostess, barely eating anything. And then as soon as the guests left, I would find myself eating cake, lots of cake. Um, there's other times where I would prepare the, uh, fixings for the party and end up eating so much while I was making the appetizers and making the salads and making all of the dishes that by the time the party came, I was in self-sabotage mode. And so I just ended up eating even more. Um, the list goes on. So as I uh, ventured into health and wellness and uh, really, really studied the mindset, became a life coach, became a nutritionist, and started helping uh, myself and then others uh, overcome this, one of the biggest things that I tell people is you have to lose that all or nothing attitude. Uh, just today alone, I talked to probably three or four people on a Monday about losing that all or nothing attitude. Um, we have this switch that goes off in our brains where we think uh, if we've done one little misstep that everything is ruined. And I, I can tell you that once you get over this, um, you are home free because the damage that gets done between that first wrong bite and that last wrong bite could be thousands of calories. Um, it could be tens of thousands of calories because if it starts on Friday and it uh, ends on Sunday night, that could be tens of thousands of calories or worse. Um, if it starts on Wednesday and it ends the following Monday, um, it could be several pounds gained. Um, and so it took me years to figure this out. So, so as I was preparing for the party, uh, my mindset 
Um, of course, now I, I don't worry about it. I have this down. Um, I tell people what to do all week long. I tell people follow the same program on a Saturday as you do the weekday. You get up in the morning, you may sleep in a little later, eat your breakfast anyways. On the weekends, what do we do? We get up later, we skip breakfast. We go shopping on an empty stomach. Now we're behind calories. We grab things we shouldn't. Um, so right away, I got up, started cleaning the house, and first mistake, didn't eat. So I fell right into my own trap. Um, and as I was cleaning the house like a crazy person, because um, of course that's what we do when our mothers come over, right? I uh, knew in the back of my head that I hadn't eaten. So instead of stopping and making myself an actual mini meal, um, which is a, a, a meal, 25 grams of protein and 30, 35 grams of carbs and 18 grams of healthy fat. Um, instead, I opened up the fridge and grabbed a piece of lunch meat and a little bit of cheese. And I probably did that three or four times throughout the morning. Um, again, as I'm doing this, I'm saying to myself, uh, as I'm sitting on my right shoulder, Irene, you shouldn't be doing this. What would you be telling your clients? But yet in my frantic state of cleaning, I kept on cleaning. So now we're getting closer to the party. I've prepared the foods. I still have not done damage, nor do I think I'm going to. Um, but I'm in munching mode because I have not actually had a meal yet. So last minute trip to the store, you know how this is on the day of a party, stop at Starbucks. Now I'm starving. Grab a bar, which again is a no-no, but again, I'm starving. So now I have empty calories that have provided me no protein and a coffee. Do you see where the spiral is going? I now get home. Uh, I wanted to make my binge blocker. Binge blocker, for those of you that don't know, is a mini meal. Um, it needs to be something that is going to fulfill you before the food comes. I did not get to it. Uh, instead, I brought out the guacamole. Well, if you've read my book, you know that I have a problem with guacamole. And I did. I looked at it um, with my eyes wide open. And I actually had this vivid image of me jumping in and swimming, just like I say in my book. <laughs> um, but just like I say in my book, do not touch anything as the first thing in your mouth will be what you will want to eat for the rest of the party. Um, so do not touch anything that is going to appeal to you. So I stayed away from the, the guacamole, but... Of course, as I was hungry, I kept on grazing baby carrots and a couple chips and bites of this and bites of that. Um, well, as dinner came, uh, it, it, it dawned on me. I wasn't hungry. Um, I'm always hungry. I, I literally am always hungry. Every three hours, like a clock. Um, the alarm goes off in my brain, just like an actual alarm <laughs> that says it's feeding time. 
Um, and here I am standing there looking at all this food and I'm, I'm not hungry. Um, and I'm really dumbfounded and sad at the same time because I love being hungry because the food tastes so much better and I'm not hungry, but yet I feel like I hadn't eaten anything because I had not put a single thing on the plate. So as I am scurrying around the kitchen, getting everything ready, I am still kind of forcing myself to want to feel hunger um, because I want to eat the food, but I'm really just not hungry. So I made myself a plate and I sat down and I was going to actually eat. Um, and I thought of all of my clients. Um, and if you're listening, yes, I'm thinking of all of you on the weekends at parties um, when you are not feeling hungry because you overdid it. Um, and whether it was baby carrots that are healthy or guacamole, um, that wasn't healthy, you aren't hungry, but you fill your plate and you sit down and you eat it. So I, I had a moment and I sat down with my plate and I looked at it. And again, I was really trying to force myself to feel hunger. It just wasn't there. Um, but I had this other moment where on my other shoulder was this new Irene, um, the one that I know now, the one that you guys know. And she just kind of looked at me and said, you're not hungry. Don't eat it. This is just not what you do anymore. Um, I, I looked over to the right at the old Irene, um, who was literally saying to me, you blew it, bitch. Eat the freaking plate of food. Who cares? Start over Monday. And I pushed her off my shoulder. I mean, I, I, it was an amazing feeling because I would never, ever, ever have done that in a million years, years ago, in a million years. Um, and so I didn't eat cause I didn't need to eat. Um, there was no reason that I needed to eat. Um, and so, uh, continued on with the party. We had cake, um, didn't feel like having cake, but then later that night, again, it spirals back to haunt me. Um, the old Irene jumped back on my shoulder and, uh, decided to nudge me some more with the cookies. So somewhere in the depths of my brain, I knew that I was off. I hadn't eaten the way I normally eat. Um, I had no recollection really of what I had eaten, but I know that I didn't feel hunger, which meant that I overate. And now the cookies were calling my name. So I went and got a cookie, um, ate the cookie, definitely thought in my head, you know, I, I blew it, of course. But then... I was called to the kitchen again and I grabbed the other cookie um, and I walked into the family room, sat down on the bean bag, and I was fully uh, 100% going to eat this cookie. And I took a bite and I got nudged like my, let me rewind here. I had this sensation of, of 
hair getting yanked from the side of my head. And it was, it was the, the new Irene. And she just looked at me like, why would you eat that cookie? And I took the cookie, uh, wrapped it up in a towel because I was too lazy to get up <laughs> and set it down. Um, and I would never, ever have done that uh, years ago. I mean, the thought of eating uh, a cookie, leaving half of a cookie when I'm on this mission to sabotage um, it would have been the most foreign thing ever. I would probably have to be sick um, in order to not finish a cookie. And I didn't even think twice about it. Um, in the end, uh, the weekend was shot. I was not feeling great the next day. I knew my eating was off. I couldn't wait to get back on plan. Ultimately, did it do anything to me? Um, no. Besides, it taught me this amazing lesson about how change is possible. Because years ago, I would have polished off my dinner. I would have topped it off with guacamole, eaten a couple slices of cake and the rest of the cookies, without a doubt. Uh, gotten up the next day and probably done the same thing. The screw it, I blew it never works. And uh, I was chasing my own tail for years and years and years. And it did me no good whatsoever. In fact, I can tell you the one cookie that I did eat was delicious. Uh, the second one I was going to eat did not taste good at all. And that is why I didn't finish it. So if you are feeling hopeless, if you are feeling like you are never going to get it, listen to me. I got it. You can get it. Just don't give up on yourself. And just know that every single day, every little step in the right direction that you go is going to make a difference. Enjoy your day. If you would like any information on my programs, all you have to do is log on to www.getyoufitfitnessandnutrition.com and look into joining the Get You Great Tier 1 program. You'll receive three months of meal plans, coaching, and access to the special website. If you'd also like to win a free month of nutrition, go on and do a Google review of Get You Fit or brag about how wonderful you loved this podcast on Spotify or iTunes. Enjoy your day and thanks for listening.